Back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score. You're here on Sunday, June 25th. Um, beautiful day outside, and Harris and I chopped it up a little bit. And it was funny, our guests were looking at us. At, I'm going to have to go to Amari, um, where she looked at us about the bikes and everything. And the day <laughs> bikes, Harrison, she was looking at you. She was like, mm, I mean, we ride our bikes and everything. But, but and then she was like, mm-hmm, I remember leaving people behind. It's the Dairy Queen helmets. I know that's what got you. But, you know, excited because I know, um, you know, every week we bring in um, scholars. And, again, thankful to DP for just allowing and providing this space because um, this is truly, like Harrison said, kind of the feel-good hour, you know, of the week. And if you get a chance, if you miss an episode, go to theticketfm.com. Mm-hmm. You can go back on Twitter, look at 93.7 The Ticket, scroll through. Owl Fiber has been great on Channel 951 and on Amazon um, to, to pick up um, you know previous episodes but our episode today has got two individuals that I've gotten to know um, this you know this year more um, I guess extensively but um, have just played a huge role and I just wanted to kind of share sh- have them share their stories so welcome you know Amari and John and um, thank you for coming in the studio today. Well, thank you for having us. Awesome. Well, we're going to get right to it. Amari, um, just tell a little bit, people, who you are. Um, you know, um, did you grow up in Lincoln? Where have you gone to school? Um, just tell us a little bit about, you know, what people need to know about this phenomenal young woman that's sitting in front of us. Yeah, so I'm Amari. I did not grow up in Lincoln. I grew up in a small town in Mississippi, okay. Fort Meridian. Mm. Um, on that bike situation, I lived in a very, like, closed neighborhood so definitely after schools we were on our bike riding around okay that neighborhood so i definitely had my little gang <laughs> <laughs> what were they called what were they called if you had to call them um i don't know i would i don't know i would call us like the sardine bunch because we had this game that i thought i created and then i got here and everyone knows what the game was <laughs> but, <laughs> no but we would um we would wait till after the streetlights came on because that was our rule. That okay. We had to be in the house by uh, the streetlights. You got some listeners feeling you <laughs> on that right there now. But we would wait till the streetlights go off. Our parents would go to bed or so we'd think they would go to bed. <laughs> and then we'd go back out and we'd play sardines, um, which was kind of like hide and seek or okay. whatever. But instead of it being one person hides and... Uh, everyone goes to find them with sardines. It's one person hides. And if you find that person, you hide with them until everyone has found the original hider. Um, it was real fun, but I would call us the sardine bunch because okay. that was that was our game. Awesome. Awesome. I like that. I like that. We might have to try that here with the station. Make that, make <laughs> not, that a, fun not a lot of hiding spots. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can get everyone in that closet back there. Oh, so again, you talked about you from a city. Where else? Like just your your journey, life journey as far as schooling. Um, um, where is that taking you? Well, I'm going into my senior year at North Star or Northwest. Um, um, I don't know. I'm still deciding on what I want to do college wise because I'm for sure going to college. It's like me not going to college is out of the yep. picture. Um, going into my junior year, I was like, I want to be a lawyer. I'm going to school to study law. And then I took classes at SCC this year, and I'm just like, eh, maybe not. Okay. Um, But now I kind of want to study, like, musical theater. So, like, my 
options for college. I'm kind of having to rethink everything because I wanted to go back down south. But of course, the Midwest has amazing schools mm -hmm. for musical theater. So I'm really rethinking stuff. Awesome. We're going to come back to that because I know that's played a, a large role um, in in you and yeah. just in your involvements in high school. So I'm interested kind of to hear the history of, of why that's been so important. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got John who informed me from Shadron. So I want to make sure I give Shadron credit. But John is an educator at Lincoln Public Schools. And um, tell us a little bit, John, just where are you from? Have you always you know, lived in Lincoln? Did you just go out to Shadron? Um, who's, who's John Marquez? Well, I am from way western Nebraska. So a lot of people in Nebraska think that Nebraska drops off like around Grand Island or so. Okay, but you okay. go four hours west of there, and I'm from Alliance, Nebraska, All right. a town of 9,000 or so. And then I went to Shattern State College on a trumpet scholarship. And I wanted to be a band director and decided um, my senior year that I would really like to be a choral director. And then went out to Wyoming, taught in Wyoming for uh, a couple years. And then I went to Hastings, Nebraska, and started the competitive show choir program at Hastings Senior High and started them in on doing a musical every single mm. year because I realized that high school kids love to do things like show choir and musical. And concert choir is great. You need to have concert choir. But the kids want to do the music that they hear on the radio. They want to do the music that they relate to. And so uh, I felt really excited to give the program there kind of a little bit of a face. Cool. Lift. And then um, I went to University of Nebraska-Lincoln to work on my master's in mm -hmm. choral conducting, and I got to direct the uh, collegiate show choir Big Red Singers for a couple of years. Wow. And so that was a ton of fun. And while I was doing Big Red Singers, Lincoln High needed someone to come over and be their show choir director. So I came over and was directing the collegiate show choir in town and then the show choir at Lincoln High. And... Northwest opened up and I knew that that's exactly where I needed to go was to Northwest High School. From the very get-go, I just felt like something was speaking to me that that was going to be the high school that I got to start a program at and get kids excited through musical theater, through show choir, and get them involved in concert choir. Well, and you, you talked a, a, a lot. Your journey has taken you a variety of different places. And so, you know, as you think about that, first off, what was the first musical that you did at, at Hastings High? Well, actually, back up a little bit. At okay. Shadron High. At Shadron? Okay, um, wow. So I was directing the musicals at Shadron High while I was getting my degree at Shadron wow. State College. Okay. They needed someone to come and do that. So my very first musical was Bye Bye Birdie. And it was okay. not one that I had selected. It was the director selected it and then for some reason couldn't direct the show. And so the principal said, hey, I need you to come direct this musical. I heard you'd be pretty good at it. Will you do Bye Bye Birdie? And right. I said... Well, it goes up in eight weeks. Yeah, I think we could do it. Wow. So okay. it was pretty fun. Well, uh, talk a little bit about, like, why Northwest? I, I mean, you've had some some journeys as far as education across the state. You know, why Northwest? What did you see in an opportunity of a school that was getting ready to open, um, you know, didn't have an established program per se? Sometimes that's exciting, and sometimes for people that's a little bit scary. And then plus, you didn't know – who you were going to get as scholars. I think sometimes when we think athletically, people are like, okay, I know this person's coming in, this person. Did you do stuff during the summer so you got to see who you were kind of getting, um, the potential, kind of the other challenges? Why Northwest? I knew that Northwest would have amazing, incredible facilities. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I knew that uh, you would want to have – 
really wonderful productions at those facilities. And while I was going to University of Nebraska-Lincoln, I got to know more about Lincoln. And I got to know more about Lincoln High and North Star High School. And I knew that Northwest would kind of pull from both of those high schools. And the opportunity to go into a really diverse environment is exactly what I wanted to do as an educator. And so I was pumped and fired up to apply at Northwest. And then when I started seeing some of the cards fall into place, like who was going to be the leadership, who was going to be the department heads, and I saw all the the cards stack up, I knew that that was going to be the place where I would want to thrive as a teacher. Uh, I saw that Mr. Cooper got hired, and I started following Mr. Cooper, and I thought, that is the school right. for me, to go to Northwest and promote diversity, to build this beautiful arts program, and um, be on that, that beautiful part of the town. Awesome. And Mark, same thing. Like, why Northwest High School? Like, you're getting ready. You said you're going to be a senior this year. You kind of entrenched in a school. You know, you've got friends. You've got kind of a routine. Why uproot that and, and kind of change that? Yeah, so before I transferred to Northwest, I was going to North Star, which okay. is was a great school. And then um, the band directors at Northwest were – the orchestra director and the assistant band director at North Star. And I absolutely love Rob Salestine and Paul Kinney. Love mm. those two. So I was like, they're leaving, so am I. <laughs> I'm going over there. It was like an NIL package. It's like I'm transferring, putting my name in the portal. I'm out of yeah, here. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I love Albright over at North Star. But, yeah. um, you know, two of the three were leaving. And it's like. You know, got to go over there. But so I originally left North Star for Northwest for band. Mm. And then as the school year went on, kind of grew into more things. But no, I went to Northwest for band. So you talked about band. What what role do you have in band? I don't say just what instrument, but what, what role or instrument do you do in band? Well, so this coming up year, I am all brass section leader. So high and oh. low brass section leader. Okay. Um, I'm a trumpet player. I've been playing the trumpet since fifth grade. Unfortunately, this coming up year, I will not be playing the trumpet. I'm going to the French horn section or marching mellophones. Um, because we don't have the leadership for that section. It'll be three sophomores need leadership. And I can play the French horn, so why not? Um, but yeah, I'm all things brass. Well, that and that's fantastic. I mean, Harrison, I'm sitting there. He's like, okay, you just making that switch. We we're talking about like somebody making a position switch. You're like, I'm gonna go there for leadership, and I can play that. So, what like who got you, or what got you interested in music? Um, um, and especially, you said you've been playing the trumpet since fifth grade. Was that family? Was it something you saw on TV? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. My mom is a singer. She's a big singer. My mm. dad is a pastor. So. None of that came from my parents. Um, and when I first got to middle school, because in Mississippi, middle school starts fifth grade. Okay. So I would get off of the elementary bus, and um, this girl, she would, she was in the middle school band, because middle schools in Mississippi have a football team, and they have their own pet band for the football teams. Oh, wow. So... <laughs> <laughs> Um, so this girl, I think she was in seventh grade at the time. She would come home and she would wait. Um, she would wait for the elementary bus to get there because the middle school bus would get there before the elementary bus. 
um, she had a little brother that rode with her. So when we would get off, she would be by the pool playing her trumpet. And she was an amazing player. And uh, I just remember one day she let me play her trumpet because, I don't know, There's it's always been something about the trumpet. Like, I've always seen something in the trumpet and I was like, I want to do that. But no, so she let me play her trumpet, and then I got there the next year. She had told the band director about me. Um, so when the time came where the band director was just, like, allowing us to test out all the instruments and figure out what we wanted to play, um, when she brought that trumpet out, it was like, that's the one, played it, flying color. She was like, you're a trumpet player. And then from that, I've just been playing the trumpet ever since. Wow, that's a, that's a phenomenal story when you talk about just the relationships and the rapport, how it just happened at a bus stop and kind of that overlap um, and taking advantage of that opportunity yeah. and that exper- experience. You talked about your mom and your dad real quick. Give them a shout out by name and anybody else that's in your family. Um, so, hi, mom. My mom's <laughs> name is Jennifer. Um, my dad, unfortunately, is at work in Virginia right now. Hi, Chris. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just my mom and my my sisters and myself. Awesome. Don't want to name the sisters by, by name? They don't like publicity, but hi, oh. Shayla and Brayla. There you go. <laughs> They're my twin sisters. Hey, see, we appreciate the fact that, like I said, you started with moms. We've had some individuals get on here and forget, like, moms. And so, like, Harrison and I, like, when that happens, we go and lock the door real quick <laughs> because we think they're going to kind of, like, roll, roll in. No, my mom's my biggest supporter. Like, even if she has to work, if I can't get somewhere, she's calling around. She's like... Wow calling uber she's getting me to that place that i need to be like my mom is my biggest supporter awesome awesome fantastic always here and we keep hearing that john tell us a little bit about so you have individuals like amari you know in this and and you knew some of the individuals as she was coming over because the school was unique it wasn't just all like you know um, people could transfer in and people could you know permit and but there was also people in the neighborhood what was it like building a program and what is it like with individuals um like amari like what do you when you got that you, you know you got her coming in and she's playing the trumpet how'd you get her in like musicals and choir right so when i started uh, at northwest a year ago at this time we had right around nine kids signed up for show choir camp hang on you said and how many you said- nine nine and we had nine kids show up to our very so first how many do you camp. need for those that aren't familiar with like a show choir like how many do you need so to have a smaller show choir that's competitive you need right around 30 Oh, okay. So it can't be like new edition. Right. Like you said nine. I was like, somebody in the group's got to get cut. I mean, Bobby, you got to go. So we're making cuts right there. So you need to have 30 and you had nine. And we had nine. And so we were like, where are we going to get these kids? How are we going to get them excited about music? And kind of the fun thing about Northwest is um, show choir is relatively unknown on the Northwestern side of town. Okay. other schools will have North Star had a beautiful choreographed choir, but they didn't go and do competitive show choir. Okay. So it was new to the area as to East Lincoln. The, Lincoln East has had a great competitive show choir okay. for a lot of years. And so mm-hmm. has Southwest High School. Okay. And so we were trying to build something that was new up in an area where students hadn't really seen what show choir was about, but they had kind of heard uh, the wonderful things that happen once you're in a competitive show choir. And so I went to band camp, and I'll never forget that day I went to band camp, and I played trumpet as well. And so I brought my trumpet, and I was setting in with the band camp, and they were doing Encanto for their marching band show. 
And these students started singing this music beautifully. And they were so excited about singing. And I asked them, I asked Amari on that day, you should be in show choir. You need to do our musical. And she goes, oh, I'm not a singer. I don't think that that's something. She talked about her mom being a phenomenal singer. So that's why I just like, when she just said, I'm not a singer, Mm -hmm. like she had that in her household. So the fact that you picked up on that. And I could hear her singing. I could hear a couple of other students singing. And I told them all, you need to come over and, and be in choir. You could do choir and band. And so then word of mouth kind of got out. They started looking at YouTube videos of what show choir was. Mm -hmm. Uh, They had all seen when they were really little, the show Glee. And then Uh they Uh helped me uh, in the hallways at Northwest ask kids to be in show choir. And so everyone that would walk through the the hallways, I just said, hey, you should come sing. Because I have this firm belief that everyone can sing. Uh, maybe not well, but music is for everyone and okay. the, everyone can make music. And so I would hand out tickets to come to the show choir audition. And so uh, just giving a kid a piece of paper that said, you're invited, you need to come mm. be a part of something, meant the world to them. And I, I'll never forget one of the first rehearsals we had, a kid showed up and he had the ticket. And I said, uh, you came to the show choir practice. Well, yeah, you told me to, and you gave this to me. You know, and it was just this small little piece of paper that said, come and be a part of something like this. And then it took off. We have a lot of kids over 40, close to 50, who are wanting to be involved in choir next year. We had 30 in the musical. Um, And I think it's just going to continue to grow because the kids like the music that's happening with with, uh, projects like that. You know, it's an awesome segue, and I liked how you threw the ticket piece in there. So, you know, when you want to be part of the ticket, I, I right there, we're going to talk to DP, Rico, Harrison. I think we need to go around town and just go ahead and hand people, you know, a ticket. Seems to, effective. Yeah, to, be a, to be a part of it. But, um, you know, I think that fact, like you said, you grow from nine to need, you know, you had nine and you needed 30 and recognize of going out, building rapport, building relationships, identifying talents and strengths that individuals already had that they may not have seen in themselves. After we get back from a break, Amari, I'm going to ask you, like, you know, what attracted you to this? And then what did you see in, you know, um, John here that you were just like, you know, Mr. Marquez, like, man, I want to be a part of this. So after our break, we'll be back with 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score.